you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And I, as usual, have a very interesting guest who is joining me today to talk about aging, which is kind of a, a major topic on this, on this podcast. And his name is Charlie Winninger. And Charlie is a psychotherapist in private practice and also the author of a brand new book coming out called Listening to Ecstasy, The Transformative Power of MDMA which comes out next month. And we will talk about that later on in the podcast. That's not our, our, major, our major topic today, but it is part of the topic. And Charlie is licensed as a psychoanalyst as well as a mental health counselor. And he specializes in relationships and communication skills and has been treating couples and individuals in his New York City office for over 30 years. He has also been featured in the New York Times and Newsday as, quote unquote, the love doctor. We can ask him about that, find out a little more about that, too, when we're talking here, as well as before actually settling on psychotherapy as a career. Charlie was the editor in chief of The New Sun, a holistic health and human potential magazine, which also sounds very interesting. We'll have to talk about that, too. And... Um, Okay. So, and then the MDMA, we will, we will get to. Um, so hello, Charlie. Hi. Hi, Susan. How are you? All right. How are you? I'm great. Good. Good. So tell me, um, we can start at the beginning. Tell me about this, the, um, holistic health and human potential magazine. I don't remember hearing about the new sun. Oh my, yes. Well, uh, the new sun was really focused uh, in the New York City area. Uh, oh, okay. uh, and uh, the New Age magazine focusing mm-hmm. on spirituality, holistic okay. health, human potential, and all that good stuff. And, oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. And when, when was this in the 70s? This was in the, uh, the exactly the late 1970s. <laughs> uh, seems like another lifetime now. Oh, no kidding, huh? Definitely, definitely, a couple of lifetimes ago at this point mm-hmm. yes. um, with all the changes. Okay, so that w- I was just curious about that. So let's, let's talk about aging. Okay. And your, your I was going to say take on it, but that's not exactly the, what I'm trying to say. But what, what do you see as being some of the most important things that people can do for themselves that they can um, stay away from in some ways, particularly as far as um, mindset and um, emotional issues, because mm-hmm. all of those things really, at least to me, they, they have an impact on one's quote unquote health and wellness. Um, and just 
to, I think we had talked about this before um, that we started the podcast, but my feeling around health and wellness is that it's a much larger subject than just whether you eat an apple every day or go out for a walk. You know, it's all, it's all tied up together. Yes. Yes. And it's all tied up in our attitude Mm. uh, about uh, ourselves and what aging is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one can have an attitude of aging as ripening mm-hmm. and uh, um, the culmination of a life's work and a life's development. And it can be what <laughs> the phrase that used to be uh, used is the golden years. Yes. Or one can think of aging as a long, inexorable de- demise uh, and deterioration of mental and physical capabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, And the thing is about these attitudes is that the positive or the negative attitude tends to be self-fulfilling. And this has been borne out by a lot of research that if uh, those who believe that and buy into the aging or ageist idea uh, that our value goes down Mm. every year uh, when that number goes up (laughs) in our age, uh, they will tend to slow down Mm. faster than people who don't believe this. Uh, People who expect to be irrelevant uh, and, and useless will tend to become so because we tend to do what, what we expect to do. And so if we buy, I, I, I like to say that the real problem isn't aging, it's ageism. It's mm-hmm. this uh, idea that, uh, um, that we're of less value, that we need to be, uh, that needs to be like in a kind of apartheid where we're uh, put uh, away from everyone else and, and not mingle with, with younger people. Mm. Uh, and uh, that, that they're, we're less relevant. So um, it, it's all about, uh, I think the, the, the right phrase to use is uh, from the inside out. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's all about uh, uh, your attitude about what aging means. And I have found that as I get older, you know, I have my aches and pains. Uh, and, you know, uh, I believe that with an ache or a pain, the idea is uh, to, you know, pay attention uh, and, and uh, give it the care and give yourself the care that you need. Um, but I've also found that aging can be uh, a, a wonderful time. <laughs> Uh, with uh, all kinds of surprises and new possibilities and new relationships. Uh, and, um, and, and it can be an exciting time. Yeah, I know. I would, I would totally agree with that. I, I think there are a lot of people who think that when they retire or whatever, right, um, that they can't learn new things that they can't expand their interests. Um, mm-hmm. And like you say, it, it's kind of like they, f- they feel like all of a sudden they're, they're just, um, well, I think some of them feel like, like they're a burden to other people, mm-hmm. maybe a mm-hmm. burden to their yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and instead of being 
um, a resource. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great word. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because um, that's what we are. We're repositories yeah. I mean, of, of especially people who are now over 50. So many of us are boomers and we many, uh, many boomers have, have you know, we've lived through a, a very unique time that gives us, I, I believe, a very um, unique perspective on what's going on today. Uh, and because we, we live through all kinds of hard times and political turmoil, for example. Yes. And we came out the other end and uh, we know a thing or two about survival and resilience mm -hmm. and have a lot to offer people. Uh, like I say in my book, uh, to, to, to younger generations, don't let us die till you uh, um, pick our brains dry because we have a, a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I, I, I totally agree, especially because so many of our kids are now 50 or older, mm -hmm. right? So they're, they're now starting to get a little bit of that ageism Yes, towards it really themselves. affects, it, it affects, Susan, it affects people all the way down the line. Yeah. I had a client come in who wants to say, like, I was complaining about um, having to date again um, because his uh, relationship was ending. And he said, there's, 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 I'm, I'm afraid that it's, it's too late for me. And he was 32 at the time. <gasps> Uh, and it is partly a problem in cosmopolitan areas like New mm. York, where it's really, a, as one, one client said, it's a youth engine and they, they churn you up and spit you out and devalue you after you're 25 or 30 or 35. Yeah, um, where I am as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so aging impacts people all the way down the line. Once you're past 25, it will hit you and you'll start thinking that, oh, I'm too old and I'm not as good looking as I was when I was 20 and all this nonsense. Yeah. And, and it's funny because we do, it tends to pop up every decade or so, I think, mm -hmm. for all of us. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of get over it. We get back to our lives. We get on with it. Good things happen. Bad things happen. Whatever. Yeah. And then about another 10 years or so, and it's like, oh, oh God, I'm old. Oh, I'm so old. Now I'm really old, right? I thought right. I was old, but now I'm really old. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I have, um, in my heart of hearts, I have a problem with using the term old as a pejorative. Yes. I, I mean, in all traditional cultures, it was not no. uh, an insult to call somebody old. Or an elder, was, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, and so that, uh, you know, we, when we say, oh, I'm not really old, I'm young at heart. Well, what's wrong with being old? I mean, that's considered the, the alternative. Thank you. That's right. So, um, I, I, yep. you know, somebody, if somebody now, I, I like to shake them up. Uh, if somebody says, oh, I, they, they're guessing my age and say, oh, you look around 65. I say, Excuse me, I'm 71. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. And it, it sort of discombobbles them. Like, yes, it Whoa. does. It does. It does. <laughs> I do the same thing. I do the same thing because people are, will say something, you know, and they, they think I'm late 50s, early 60s or something. And I'm and I'm 65. And I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, 
I am so excited to hit 65 and get on Medicare. There's uh-huh. enough, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. shout it to the <laughs> to yeah. everywhere and to everyone, yeah. you know. And it's an achievement to survive in one piece. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially, yeah, especially with all of our things we went through as boomers. <laughs> That's right. So we, all of the, right. the, the, the uh, yes, all of the, the drugs and the everything Things else. that could have killed us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and politics. Did. Or, or the, and did to or a lot Vietnam of people. Or, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. survivors. And we're, that's right. We're still here. We're that's still right. here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As, um, whose song, whose song was that that I was, um, it's a Stephen Sondheim song, but I can't remember who, who sang it and made it. It's from one of his, one of his musicals, mm-hmm. but I'm still uh-huh. here. Yeah. Oh, I think I've heard it, but I don't. Oh, I'm sure you that. have. I'm sure you have, and yeah. I can see the woman yeah. who sang it, but I, for life of me, I can't remember her name. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. so um, yeah, so I think I, you know, so what do you think is a good way for people who are feeling, you know, like somehow they're they're on the on the latter side of the hill, on the other side going down, mm-hmm. you know. Um, who are over 60, over 70, over 50. Because sometimes it hits people at that yeah. point. Um, I know with, with women, a lot of it has to do with, has, is very dependent on hormonal things, which usually right. happens in the 50s when you feel like your whole body's right. falling apart. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Sure. So what are you, what are you asking about? Oh, how, I'm just, what, 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 what people? How, how do you approach helping people? Who are who are dealing mm. with that? You know who are, mm-hmm. um, you know you can you can be like like Bob Newhart in that that I don't know if you've ever seen that video where he's a psychologist and this woman comes in and starts talking about all these horrible things that that are going on and and she's thinking about this and she's stuck thinking about that and and he goes well just you want me to tell it. you bingo that's it <laughs> just stop, it. stop it yeah just stop it <laughs> stop it. <laughs> That is that is classic. Oh, I know, and it's and it's classic. I've watched it. I don't know how many times I go back and watch it every once in a while, and it's just. Yeah. Um, well, well, that's it. It's um, it it's uh, that's that's because the it that you have to stop is the the way you think about yourself and 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 your aging process. Mm. Um, because, like I say, that can tend to be uh, self fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the body goes through changes, but when when didn't your body go through changes? Thank you. Uh, yes, you're an, an aging member of society, and who isn't? Um, we all are. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's partly a, a matter of um, uh, of getting your head around the idea that these can actually be your best years. Uh, you might not be able to, uh, to 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 sprint in a marathon like you used to. Although in uh, in, in New York uh, <clears throat> every year there are a lot of elders who who, who do the yeah. marathon, um, and they're inspirations to everyone. And that's part of what you need to realize is that you can still be an inspiration to people, mm. uh, and you can serve people people younger than you mm-hmm. uh, who. Uh, need you whether they know it or not 
uh, need your experience and your perspective, whether they know it or not, whether you know it or not. Uh, there's a great need in, in, in this culture for, uh, uh, for, for people who can inspire. And we're in a, in a, in, in, in a position to, uh, to do that. Mm -hmm. So partly it's a matter of getting out of your own head and, and, and mm -hmm. your own, um, uh, a better way to put that is, is it, it, get, not being so self-concerned mm -hmm. and realizing, uh, you know, what can, that, that you can do for others uh, and that there's a lot you can offer others and to be focused in that way. No, that makes, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's probably not something that most people in our culture are used to because no, at any age we're yeah. not, yeah, I mean, but we're not, we're, we're, I mean, other than taking care of our own kids or something like that, or our parents, um, taking care of other people is not, sharing knowledge is not something we are taught um, is a good, is, is, is a positive yeah. thing that we're out there to do. Yeah to be, right, right. to share our knowledge. Yeah, the whole idea of mentoring. Uh, yes. Uh, so many older people are uh, available to mentor younger people, and younger people don't avail of this because they don't even know it's available. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, uh, people really need to be of use, uh, and we, we, we can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, that's the major thing uh -huh. that I would have to say to people who are having a hard time going through these transitions and to have the mindset that uh, uh, things can get better mm. and uh, going through transitions can be rough. Uh, you, you shouldn't do it alone. You need to be talking to people, you need to be talking to friends, preferably friends in the same boat as you are and not just friends that... Mm. Uh, uh, the Jewish word is kvetch, yes. not, just friends, not just friends who complain to each other, yeah. uh, but friends that can also inspire each other, and help no, mobilize, motivate yes. each other. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and there's, we always think about mentoring and, and, and going, you know, younger, right? Mm -hmm. There's also a lot of older people who we can spend time with who may mm -hmm. be isolated, may be in care facilities, whatever it is, obviously right now and under COVID, it's a little difficult, mm -hmm. but there are yeah. so many volunteer, not, and not just with agent, but so many volunteer positions opportunities, yeah. and mm -hmm. opportunities, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. And everyone I know who's ever done that is always, <clears throat> excuse me, they're always, oh, wow, I, all of a sudden they feel so much of more value of, can't talk of value yes both to themselves to society <clears throat> to other people that's right um that's right and and there are so many organizations looking for people so yes many. i mean and it's yes. like five times as many now under covid although if oh. you're older you probably don't necessarily want to be in those some of those situations mm -hmm. but um but yeah i mean it's just um i don't know i think I guess it's maybe it's since because I know when when we were growing up, women typically I'm not saying all but typically did not necessarily quote unquote work outside the home. Right. But they were involved in all of these volunteer organizations, at least yes. uh -huh. the women uh -huh. I grew up around. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's, I think, been one of the negativities that has come out of women being in the workforce to the same degree as men. They have a less it, time. That's right. Less exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and those organizations have had so much trouble finding people. Mm, yes. Um, and it's such a huge opportunity. It is. It is for, for uh, people to feel like their lives are of value. Yes. And that people need them. Right. Um, yeah, we have more to give than we might imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. And especially for the little kids, you know, Mm -hmm. to have someone like a grandparent of age or an older age, not just their parents, that they can that they can um, have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and see that. I mean, there's just, um, yeah, didn't necessarily mean to go down that that rabbit hole. But that's a I think it's important. I think it's very important to remind to remind everybody. you know, and if you can't give the time, then give the dollars because some mm-hmm. of these organizations yeah. are, are just having so much problems, so many problems. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially the food banks. My goodness, these days. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know how it is where you are, but I know where we are. Oh, there, very um, much in New York. Yes. Yeah. 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 <sighs> so, okay, well, let's, we can move on. <laughs> I think okay. we, I think we, uh, we, we uh, bring that one <clears throat> you know got everything out of that that we could um okay so why don't we talk about um well actually i'd have one other quick question here which has been which is i know you've been um treating both couples and individuals yes um are there any particular complaints or problems or Things, I mean, what have you, what kind of a change have you seen in the types of issues that people are coming to you needing help on? Or has it just always been the same? <laughs> it, it's pretty much always been the, the same as far as I could see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, uh, when there's an empty nest situation happening, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that puts couples uh, into a whole new uh, situation where they, uh, often have to face issues between them that they, they, they didn't have to or, or couldn't when the kids were around. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, including, um, are they going to have a sex life, <laughs> a love life? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and uh, I do see people, uh, maybe more so now, and this is also a matter of ageism, uh, uh, believing that well, I, I'm over forty. I don't. I, I, I don't need sex anymore. Or I don't. I'm not interested anymore. And this could be the man as well as the woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but when it's if both people feel that way, well, I, maybe that doesn't have to be a problem. But if one person feels that way and the other doesn't, <laughs> then it's definitely a problem. Um, and that's partly also uh, a self-fulfilling uh, belief, I believe. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I've spoken to uh, women, for example, who are um, uh, past menopause, and they thought that their um, lovemaking days were over because they didn't feel like they really wanted to yeah. until they discovered or rediscovered cannabis. 
Ah, interesting. Uh, and marijuana um, uh -huh. can have a rejuvenating effect huh. on a woman's libido. Uh -huh. um, at least that's what some women report to me, and uh -huh. um, uh, and that and they find it to be a revelation because they can have a, a, a libido that reminded them of when they were thirty and and and, wow. and forty. Huh. Interesting. That that's really interesting. I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that that cannabis. Well, and needless to say, it's a lot stronger now than when I was smoking it. But yes, um, it it has a real freeing kind of. It it it, it can free you. Um, uh -huh. It's also uh, a sensual uh, enhancer, uh -huh. and it can also help you concentrate on the moment and what's going uh, on in the present. In, okay. your, in your body, right right here mm -hmm. and now. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Huh. And mixes well with music, the right music, um, yeah. which of course it's always good for the right music's always good for lovemaking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Huh. Never would have thought of that. But mm. um it's um it, yeah, not not that I have a, a whole lot of memory of, of those years, but <laughs> Well, Not you know, they say about the 60s, <laughs> if they say about the 60s, if you remember it all, you weren't there. Exactly. I was just going to say, having nothing to do with the number of years <laughs> or my <laughs> the fate, the state of my memory, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's something I hadn't heard. Yeah. 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 That's what I love about doing this podcast. I'm always learning new things, mm -hmm. yeah. which is good. Um, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I can I can see where that could be an, an issue, you know, with the, the sexual um, issue with people because it's, it's amazing. I, I mean, I think in a lot of ways, it's it's one of those things that, you know, at least in, at least up here, if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. And not necessarily that it's a physical thing, but I think it's a very much of a mind because that's always been a part of They've always been sure. connected, right? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. So that's one of those things. If you think about it, it's like, oh, okay, that does make sense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But but one wouldn't have thought about it to start with. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially with when the kids go, and all of a sudden you find yourself with somebody you haven't really had a long conversation with for mm. twenty years. Yeah, yeah. You know, other than who's driving the kids to school today. Right. <laughs> But what you really have is 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 freedom, yeah. uh, to talk about and and behave in ways that uh, you might not have if the kids were around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure, for sure, yeah. Huh. So I I I could tell you a little um, if you're okay with me going there uh -huh. <clears throat> about what happened with my 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 wife Shelley. Uh huh. Um, uh, this is our second marriage for each of us. Uh, mm -hmm. She was married to uh, somebody who she had kids with, and uh, it was a, felt pretty repressed in that marriage, and left him at age 49, mm -hmm. and met me soon afterwards. I was 51, and she, because uh, she found her marriage to be uh, suppressed uh, suppressed by her husband um, she wanted to spread her wings mm. uh, and uh, and uh, we 
bonded from the beginning uh, on the level of play and fun and, and joy. Uh, we like to play together, mm -hmm. have a good time together. And so she felt like she was, you know, just was in a place in her life where she could spread her wings. And that's what happened into her 50s and 60s with me. Uh, and uh, part of that was because when she met me, she learned that I've done my own personal work with myself over the, the course of my adult life uh, by two methods. One was uh, psychotherapy, not just being mm -hmm. a psychotherapist, but being in psychotherapy mm -hmm. myself uh, and um, all kinds of therapy, uh, group therapy and individual therapy and primal therapy and gestalt therapy. And, <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, but also uh, I've uh, learned a lot from uh, experimenting with psychedelic drugs mm -hmm. Uh, uh, for the past 50 years, on mm. and off. Yeah. And so I, when I told uh, Shelly, my wife, about my experimentation uh, soon after I met her, uh, she said she wanted to try this because she uh -huh. trusted me for, uh -huh. for some unknown reason. I don't know why, but she, she did um, and allowed me to corrupt her. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, and had and, a lot of fun doing it too, right? And yeah. had a lot of fun doing it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And um, the uh, uh, when uh, we did MDMA together for the first time, hmm. uh, which was back around uh, 2002, it was like a revelation to her. Um, she found herself like I, I could see when when it when it, it hit her the first time and it hit very gently, um, it was like she was waking up mm. for, uh, uh, out of yeah. a long, long sleep and she didn't even know that she had been asleep. Uh, and, uh, and, and she has used MDMA not only to revitalize herself uh, mm. uh, on, a, on a spiritual level and a physical level, mental level, um, but also uh, her own image of her body. You know, she's had issues uh, mm. with her weight and, and whatnot. And I can say this because she's very open about it and she mm -hmm. talks about mm -hmm. it. And, uh, and uh, But the MDMA and also cannabis for her mm -hmm. um, helped her uh, love herself and accept herself uh, and um, forgive mm. herself for her imperfections. Right, yeah. Um, and so that's also been uh, a real... Uh, very revelatory for her. Wow, I think that's great. Go ahead. And, and it's helped us with the aging process, uh, very much so. Um, uh, it's, it helps uh, uh, increase serenity and hmm. uh, being high on MDMA is just lasts for about four to six hours or so, but it's, I liken it to taking a, uh, a helicopter ride above your life Mm -hmm. um, and you're you're in control in that helicopter, uh, and uh, it's it's a it's an e kind of an easy ride and a pleasant one, and you can look out over your life where you've mm -hmm. been, where you are, hmm. where you might want to go. Wow. It gives a, it gives you a perspective so that when you come back down, you can maybe reset your mm. your sights on uh, on new uh, new directions for yourself. Interesting, interesting. So where where did MDMA come from? Because it's a fairly, 
I don't want to say new, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not, wasn't part of the, the old co cohort from the 60s yeah. and the 70s. No, we so. didn't have it back in the 60s. No, mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, it comes from the lab. Uh, and um, it was on the shelf since 1912 by uh, Merck developed it back then for oh. um, an unrelated uh, 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 treatment. And um, Sasha Trulgan in California took it off the shelf and started experimenting with it and started giving oh. it to uh, psychotherapists in California oh. in the 70s who started giving it to their patients as, and especially their couples actually because uh -huh. it, MDMA opens the heart and makes oh, you feel very safe and well and a big feeling uh, an enormous feeling of of, of, uh, of well-being uh -huh. so couples can open up or reopen to each other hmm. before it was called ecstasy MDMA was called empathy oh, because okay. it helps develop empathetic uh um, abilities. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I want to emphasize that um, uh, what I'm, what, what it's Jelly and I have done over the years is MDMA, and it's not, uh, I, the book is called Listening to Ecstasy, mm -hmm. but I distinguish it from ecstasy or molly, uh, mm. because often substances sold as ecstasy or molly are adulterated and um, that's where the problems come from, where you've heard, you know, Always stories. Always Right. Um, this is what the problem is with, uh, uh, if you have illegal substances, then you have only <laughs> criminals making the substances. Um, so, um, but we only, uh, only, only use pure MDMA because we always test it. And mm. We know exactly what we're getting. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And so is it, um, is it available by prescription or anything like that? Or is it just, uh, no, um, it's, um, it, it, like, I like to say it's, it was legal in the seventies into the mm -hmm. mid eighties and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's illegal life. It's like, it's life as a, as an illegal substance, uh, goes from approximately 1985, exactly 1985 mm -hmm. to approximately 2023 um, because it's in clinical trials right now, final phase of trials uh -huh. uh, uh, they're, where they're using it to treat people with post-traumatic stress disorder okay. Okay. with remarkable, even astonishing results. Yeah. I was going to say FDA. that would make sense. So yes, so the FDA um, is uh, wanting to push this ahead because uh, veterans are in dire need of this because so many veterans are in desperate trouble from PTSD. Yes. Um, so um, it, it, if these trials go as well as they've been going, it will be mm -hmm. a prescription medication by 2023. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. But right now it's not, it's not illegal or. No, right now it's, it's still illegal. Oh, it is illegal. Um, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, although about half a million people in the country use it every year. Uh -huh. um, Which is not and, unusual. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, it's a very popular, uh, mm. uh, very, very popular. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I could say drug, but I, I prefer the term medicine because that's mm -hmm. really what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, these days, um, there's a lot more people than just veterans who are running around with PTSD. Um, That's right. Yeah. Especially, you know, people um, people living in, in the inner cities. 
Well, yeah, um, marginalized communities. And, uh, yeah. People of color, uh, people, um, yeah. uh, people who are uh, members of a, an oppressed minority. Uh, uh, yeah. Many people suffer from trauma in this country. Uh, oh yeah, and, domestic yeah. violence. I mean, there's. That's right. There, That's right. it just. Sadly, I think we could probably come up with a really, really, really long list, which is yes, yes. very um, indicative of of what our what our country and society is like at the moment. Yeah, very disturbing. Yeah. And the suicide rate, of course, is going up. Uh, yes. And it's it's often because of uh, PTSD that um, people yeah. just can't take take the pain anymore. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Yeah. That's 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 the saddest part. Um, yeah. So, and, but there's so there's a tremendous yeah. need for uh, new treatments, and MDMA is yeah. among the most promising of them all. Mm-hmm. No, I, I it's sound certainly sounds like it. Um, yeah, which actually kind of brings us all the way around to the fact that you know even as far as PTSD, there's a lot of um, elders. Mm -hmm. that are in situations that are not um, what would supportive of them. Let's put it that way. Mm, yes. You know, whether it's in a care facility or, you know, they're living with family members who mm -hmm. are not happy to have them there. Mm, yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what we've dis we've discovered, Shelley and I, uh, mm -hmm. and the people that we've associated with in the past 20 years now, mm -hmm. um, is that there's a whole community out there waiting to be found mm -hmm. of people who experiment responsibly mm -hmm. and safely because they're more mature and know the pitfalls and the, how to avoid them because there's a lot of information now about how to minimize the risks and maximize oh, the benefits. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, and people who are the most wonderful people you'd ever want to meet, and they want to meet you uh, because it's a very inclusive, embracing, open-hearted, open-minded group of people. Who mostly, most of them very educated. That would uh, make sense. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> my book is partly the story about how Shelley and I entered this forbidden world of drug users and found it to be enchanted. Uh, with, with all these wonderful people and discovered that at, at this stage in our lives, to our shock and amazement, uh, our lives could, would, they, our lives opened up to new friends. Wow. And, 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 uh -huh. and fun. Uh -huh. and, uh, and people who wanted to relate on a real, authentic, deep level. And it gave us a new, uh, a, a, a new birth uh, at an yeah. age where we didn't expect it and a new community of of people wow and new meaning to our lives so and it's especially important to me because i don't have children mm. uh, so uh, to have a community where there are younger people in their 20s 30s 40s yeah. who uh who 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 embrace me, who want, you know, who, who mm -hmm. look up to me uh, wow. as an elder. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because the, uh, the psychedelic community does not practice this, what I referred to earlier, as age apartheid, mm -hmm. um, uh, but is really inclusive and 
um, uh, really does believe in diversity when it comes to age or or race or sexuality or uh huh yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 which makes which makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah yeah because these compounds these these chemicals open up the mind to uh, mm-hmm. the realization that uh, to use an old cliche we're all really we're all one uh, yeah. And, and uh, what we have in common is much more important than our differences. Absolutely. Abso- absolutely. Yeah. And um, as we were saying, it's, it's not something that is, um, that is flowering in this, in this current situation. So yeah. Um, yeah. anything that, that's going to be able to help that. So how is, how is the, um, the, how has been the reaction to, to your book or, or has it not since it's not really out yet right? well it start it's as the people it's uh it comes out in the print edition and uh-huh. uh, on uh, November 10th but the Kindle edition is already out okay. um, oh, okay. uh, through uh, through Amazon uh, okay. listening to ex- listening to ecstasy and and uh-huh. um, uh, I'm getting tremendous feedback a man told me today it's a, that it's what a great read it is and uh, it's really because it's not just about MDMA and drugs. Right. It's a, yeah, it's a story. The whole story about yeah. um, uh, um, uh, uh, the relationship between uh, Shelley and I, and mm. uh, and also just my. It's a memoir. It's about my mm-hmm. life, and uh, and it's also there's a whole chapter about the aging process. Oh yes, and in that chapter there's uh, there's a subsection about group experiences, and you're talking about people uh-huh. in. Uh, old age homes and and, and mm. uh, nursing homes, uh, um, people who are uh, just sort of left to hang hang from the vine and yeah. um, uh, and I foresee and envision a time when people led by somebody who knows what they're doing will be doing a substance like MDMA together in a group mm. of people. Uh-huh. And sharing this bond of love and openness uh-huh. and new possibilities wow. and optimism, which is also I find uh, gets oh, sparked sure. by by, uh, by by this medicine. Uh-huh. Uh, and to do it in a group of people is like a whole other experience. Uh-huh. Uh, to be bonded that way, and everyone sitting around together. Uh, their bodies tuned to the same chemical perfection for uh-huh. four to six hours uh, wow. and um, uh, only wanting to connect with each other because mm. MDMA, I call it the chemical of connection. Uh, <laughs> it urges you to connect to the people around you and uh, oh, can be a real, real awakening for, for people. Huh. Yeah, that, that, could, that could be really interesting. And, and particularly if it does become a prescriptive prescription yes, that's um, right. a medication or whatever you want to call it, then that would be even easier for them to do in that kind right. of place. Yes. Um, yes. So, wow, that, that would be, that would be great. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So I will, um, since it's probably November 10th, it may be after that, this podcast actually gets up on the web, web, on my uh-huh. website. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I would do it anyways, but I'll put a um, I'll put a link to the to the book and the Kindle on Amazon, 
and um, wonderful. Thank and have you. put that in the show notes. And um, thank you. And so yeah. that should. Um, we'll see if it works or not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. I appreciate that very much. But um, yeah, no, that's that. That's the easy part. Yeah. Um, so I do want to get the word yeah. out there, but the word I want to get out is not that. Um, I, I'm not promoting the use of MDMA no. uh, I'm, I'm, because it is an illegal compound and right. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't tell people to do it. No. I can't share my own story right. and the short story of my wife and I and, and, and our friends and what we've discovered. <clears throat> and, but mostly the book is really about, it's, it's a story of, of uh, hope and optimism mm -hmm. and, and joy as real possibilities mm -hmm. as one ages and that you can open up your life at any time in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't decide to become a therapist until I was 40. I didn't, oh. I didn't find true love until I was 51. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, it's, it's, it's never too late to discover a new land or, or a way to live or open up one's life to friendship and fun and freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that goes, that, that really goes for everything. That's you right. know, um, just, I can't think of anything that doesn't, that isn't covered in that, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. at any age you can do anything. And I think that's part of the problem that we've all been ingrained with that. Oh yes. no, you're old. You can't do that. Oh no, you That's can't right. go back to school. Oh no, you can't go. And yet it's so interesting because you watch the news and they've always got these stories about these 80 year old people going back, finishing their college degree, deciding they That's want right. to go get a doctorate. You That's know, right. I mean, it's, it's out there if people, would yep. pay attention, but they don't pay attention. They always think that that's the exception mm -hmm. yeah, to the rule. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. That's, that's right. right. That's right. And I and I think that's when they talk to these people. That's that's what they all say. You know, you can mm -hmm. do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you have a dream, go for it. That's right. Yeah. Um, but everyone, no one ever thinks that it applies to them. And mm. I think I think that's just a. It's I don't know. Is that a human? Is that a human issue? Because it, it applies to a lot more things than just going to get a degree when you're 80 years old. That's true, but I think it's, a, <laughs> I, I, I believe it's a cultural issue. Uh, uh, okay. it's, it's, it's like we live in a society that uh, the marketplace, you know, it's a market-driven culture mm -hmm. and the market uh, wants to sell to younger people because it's the younger people who spend more money. Right, um, that's true. So it accentuates youth and what younger people want. Mm -hmm. uh, and devalues age yeah, and yeah. aging. Yeah. And we buy into it. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah. The what came up as you were saying that is that people, that's not, not the right word, um, companies, products, schools, mm -hmm. all of that should be changing their viewpoint because yes. they have the boomer generation coming yes. through. And we're still yeah. the biggest group. Yes, we are. You mm -hmm. know, even though even though quite a few have died off, but mm -hmm. we're still the biggest group. Yes. And some people have gotten the message that this is a big group, many of whom have a lot of money mm -hmm. or have yes. enough money to spend. Mm -hmm. That's right. And they ought to be going after us and not after the younger people, if they're smart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, I know. And, yeah. and I'm and I'm serious about the schools, you mm -hmm. know, the universities and, and mm. all of that, that mm -hmm. that they ought to be going after the boomers who weren't able to, for one reason or another, finish their degrees, start their degrees, yes. mm -hmm. um, you know, ended up doing something for the money as opposed to what they really loved. I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. I could think of so many marketing ploys. Yes, it's true around this, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't see anybody doing that. I don't see anybody taking advantage. Well, there are a people few, doing it. a few, mm -hmm. but but I mean mm -hmm. the schools yeah. in particular, the universities and stuff. They're starting yeah. to a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think at this point the COVID has kind of derailed anything that anybody's been doing about anything. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the story is with the universities because what COVID has forced, of course, is a lot of uh, uh, education going on online. Yeah. And. Um, uh, boomers and and uh, and people in their 80s uh, who might not be uh, some of them yeah. might not be able to attend college can do it online. Yeah. So we can it oh, opens yeah. things up. Yeah, and most of them are online. I mean, I know my mm -hmm. my mother was still online at 94 when she passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. That no, that's 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 a good point. I would hope that some of them are starting to reach out. I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen much from the University of California. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, in New York State, uh, there's a New York State University called Empire yeah. State College, which is all online, uh -huh. um, and uh, a lot of older people access that mm. for their uh, undergraduate or graduate degrees. Oh, good, yeah. good. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, well, on an up note there, I think maybe we will, um, we will bring this around to a, to a close. Um, I don't okay. know if you have anything else that you'd like to, to comment on, or if we've pretty much covered um, what you had been thinking that, that we might talk about. Uh, no, I guess that uh, covered just about, uh, just about everything. Um, uh, I, uh, I, there's one concept that we didn't hit on that, uh -huh. well, uh, maybe we did, but with, without using this word, neuroplasticity, they're discovering ah, yes. uh, how the brain, you know, the idea of you can't teach an old dog new tricks, it turns out to be a big lie uh, that the brain keeps, especially if you use it, mm -hmm. uh, it, it maintains an ability to be plastic, to, to, to keep growing, mm -hmm. uh, and that we have that ability throughout the entire adult lifespan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, aging can be a time of uh, discovery instead of rigidity uh, and a time of new connections instead of social constriction. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's what I wanted to, to add. Yeah, no, I, I think that, and, and I think that's a very, very important piece and, and is kind of related to, to, to what we were just talking about with with people going back to school and other kinds mm -hmm. of learning, yes, exactly. learning new new things um, right. that they've that they've always had an interest in or or maybe just have an interest in now because yeah. of something changing in their yeah. life. Mm -hmm. um, no, I I totally I totally agree. I mean, my this podcast is only a, like a year and a half year and a half old, maybe a little more than that. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something brand new uh, mm, for me. Yeah. And yeah. um, and now bless you I'm... for starting it. <laughs> really, thank you, 
Yeah. You're doing you're 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 really doing a service for people. I, I think you know that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's it's you know, I have to say that I'm I'm also being selfish about a lot of it in that I'm bringing on people and that that I find interesting to talk to and subjects uh -huh. that I'm finding to be interesting. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I keep offering if people have other things they want me to 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 go, you know, people to talk to or anything like that to let me know, but I, I don't get many, uh, many comments, but I did get one that I found that my website didn't send to me, but it was someplace else. So I have to go, mm -hmm. go back and, and look at that. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's, um, and, and, you know, the other, the other side of it for me is that I decided to, to go into coaching and ah. becoming a, a coach, mm -hmm. um, which for, is a kind of mentoring, of course. That too, yes, yes, yeah. coaching and mentoring, mm -hmm. and yeah. working with um, with women in particular. Although mm -hmm. I'm, you know, there's always some men that'll fall in this category of um, older, fifty and older, mm -hmm. because especially the women, and I say this from personal experience, mm -hmm. um, were never raised to put ourselves first in our lives. We're ah, always supposed to put yes. everybody else first. And then we go last and yeah. and the the issue with that is that if you don't take care of yourself first you have no energy for anybody else mm -hmm. and yeah. so that's that's why so many women burn out they burn out on mm. their jobs they burn out trying to take care of their family and their jobs and their husbands and their you know and their parents as their parents are getting older i mean it's just like a um I can't think of what the right the right word is, but it's like where everything goes wrong at one time and just kind of yeah. blows up. Sure. Um, sure. And that that's what I went through, and yeah. I was just like, okay, this is not this is not acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get the word out there. Yes. So that that's that's my niche, if you want to call it that. Although I'm mm. I'm starting at a higher at a, at a higher generalization, but mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of what got me into into coaching ah, i see uh -huh. so um so anybody who's listening if you need somebody just contact me <laughs> <laughs> you know where to find me so on that note i will <laughs> i will wrap this up thank you for that opening <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um so okay so I will add my usual here at the end, which is that I am not a medical doctor. This is not medical advice. Please don't think that it is. And please don't quote anything we say here as medical advice. If you're having a medical problem, please, please call your doctor and contact them. And if it's an emergency, well, everyone knows that they should be going to the emergency room if you are having an emergency. Um, and with that, I will thank Charlie for being on today for a very interesting uh, conversation, which I really appreciated. And appreciate um, the opportunity to be here. So I, thank you. And um, that is it. And I will say goodbye and I will see everybody next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.